When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode is a quick one to talk to you about how to build game day confidence in your players. Hopefully they have some of that and the season is going well and they can step into every game with some confidence, but they are young and anxiety creeps into their mindset and sometimes a little bit of that doubt. So we want them heading out onto the field every Friday night with some confidence. We want them to play with confidence and we want them to carry that throughout the whole game. So here's some things you can do, five things you can do to build game day confidence in your players. So number one really happens throughout the week and it's to provide positive feedback. This doesn't mean that you're always telling them good things. It just means to frame things out and use positive language and imagery when you are correcting them. If you're framing things out all the time and it's coming across in a negative way, that negativity kind of creeps into their mind. They start to doubt their abilities. If they feel like they're always getting yelled at or they're always being chastised or everything is pointed out that they do wrong, they're going to start feeling like they don't have some of those abilities or skills that they need on game day. If things are framed out in a positive way, if you approach them in a way that helps them build their confidence, even though their skills need to be developed along the way, they'll continue to grow in their confidence and being able to perform exactly like you would like. Number two, teach them to provide feedback to their teammates. I talk to my players about this all the time, about it being really vocal leadership and a simple way to do it. And I've shared this on the podcast before. There basically was three things they could do, and I pointed out to them, as how they could be vocal. And really, this is about giving feedback to your teammates. And number one is to recognize your teammate doing something well say something to him, congratulate him, give him a pat on the back. Maybe it's nonverbal communication, a a high five, a chest bump, whatever it might be. Try to create some words, try to create feedback that they did some things the right way. Number two, teach them to provide that positive feedback to their teammates when they do something wrong. It's easy for guys to get mad and say, come on, and, you know, get down on a guy, but teach them to lift them up, to, to be confident in them. I know you can do this. Here's what you need to do. Kind of like the feedback we just talked about in you being positive with your players, have them be positive with each other. Teach them to do that. Number three would be to teach them how to call out a teammate when something isn't going right, when they know they're not giving the effort. Again, to set high expectations for that and and try to communicate in a positive language. So all that positivity, I think, both from you to them and them to their teammates, starts to build confidence. If you can teach something, if you are able to go out and make corrections, give feedback to other people, it starts to show that you're confident in your abilities, you're confident in your understanding, and that's going to lead to more confidence. Number three would be 
Deliberate Practice. Andy Ryland and I do a series every single week called Deliberate Practice, and we focus on things that can give you that game day feel to the certain situations that you're trying to recreate in drills. Moving away from just sterile drills that are just one-on-one types and creating the pictures that they'll see on game day. Actually putting them in those situations and different things that could happen. Manipulating some of those situations so they have to respond in a certain way. If you're looking for those kinds of things, go back through any single one of those podcasts. We share things for offense, defense, and special teams. I'm not going to go into the specifics of those, but being intentional about creating those situations and letting them perform in them gives you the opportunity to give them that positive feedback, give them that constructive criticism that they can grow with, as well as being able to show them that they can operate and perform within those situations. Number four is on game day to have an environment full of positive energy and excitement. Remember, it's exciting. It's fun to get out there on game day. Have that in your locker room. I'm not talking about a lot of screwing around. I'm talking about just that energy that you can feel that comes with game day. It's easier to create at home because you have that locker room. You're used to it. You can control that situation. A little bit more difficult when you get on the road. So look at what you need. Maybe that locker room that they want to put you in isn't the best place for them to sit for a half an hour. So what can you do? Is there a spot you could take them out near the field or outside of that building that would be a little bit better for them to spend their time and again create some of that positive energy? Bring music into it I think is an important thing. We would always have a time where they had to shut that music down and they could listen to their own personal music but we liked having that stereo on and having them again kind of collectively be listening to the same thing and creating that positive environment and allowing them to filter around allowing coaches to filter around I think if everybody's just sitting and not moving it kind of deadens the space so again looking at a little bit of that routine and filtering through as coaches and being positive with them excited about game day and creating that positive environment and the last thing is to let them know that they are prepared there's a number of ways you could do this I know early on in the season especially with like a young quarterback either as the head coach or as an offensive coordinator as quarterbacks coach I would usually write them a note telling them about how proud I am of them, citing some specific things that they really become good on, and again, allowing them to see some visual evidence of their abilities, right? When they're seeing it and writing and reading those things, that's, that's going to creep into their mindset, and they'll have some confidence that goes along with it. You could certainly do that every day. Write a brief note, even a little thing. What did you like about practice this week? What did they do well? You know, the idea of, again, communicating that they're ready. You can do this with pregame speeches, whether that's the head coach, and I'm going to share a, a clip of, of Chuck Kyle talking about why he gives a pregame speech. I think it's a, a, a really good point here, but you don't have to. It's not necessary. I know Coach Jones, Rick Jones in Greenwood, Arkansas, who is uh, an eight-time state champ, just pulls a video up and, and shows them highlights of them doing things well. Again, putting it in their mindset that they can go out there and they can perform at a high level. So a lot of ways you could do that, but the whole idea is to let them know their prepared and and as as a coach it has to fit your style you could do it as a position coach right you can pull your group together and talk to them about them being prepared on game day I think that's much better than just leaving them on their own for a period so decide when you're going to do that is it before you head out to the field for warm-up is it when you get to an opposing team stadium and you want to get them in the mindset is it right before kickoff think about those things think about the timing of it and again it, it you want it to be positive When I would give pregame speeches or talk to the team before game, I'd always be sure that everything I was going to say was framed in a positive light. I wanted them to go out with confidence. So if we were playing a team that maybe had beat us the previous season, 
I really wasn't going to allude to us losing before. I wanted to keep it framed in the positive. Keep it framed in a way that they could be confident and not let something from the past that didn't go well for them creep back into their mindset. So it is all about creating a mindset. Five things you can do there to keep it simple. And and we'll go out here with a clip from Coach Kyle on the podcast talking about why he gives the pregame speech. Good luck this week and best of luck as you prepare for the rest of the season. Okay, well, Keith, I got to be honest with you. Here's what I think it is, okay? You're sitting in a locker room three minutes before the kickoff of a football game, and if the kid's not motivated at that point, something's wrong. Uh, I think they're motivated. I think they're excited about it. To me, a motivation is an attitude about what you do. In other words, uh, an attitude. Hey, there's a football game in front of me. I love playing football. This is obviously a big game, and I've got a lot of energy. So to me, motivation is an attitude. The speech right there is not, to me, the reason why the the team's going to go out and play a great football game. Here's what I worry about, and here's what I would say that locker room speech is about. Kids are nervous, and they're 16, 17-year-old kids. I mean, how many adults wouldn't be very, very nervous playing in front of 10, 15,000? You know, you're, you're in the regional final. You're in the state championship. And there's 20, 25,000 people there. It's on TV. It's, it's you know, yeah. <laughs> Any human being is going to be very nervous. At that point, I'm trying to make sure that the kid forgets about that. <laughs> Let's get beyond that. There's fear of making a mistake. Let's get rid of that fear. Get rid of it. And so what that talk is for me is for the kid to step above his fears and go, hey, <laughs> whether I succeed, whether I fail, I'm going to be the man out there on the field doing it. And and I can do this. I've trained to do this, and I'm going to go out there and have fun doing this and accepting that challenge. That's kind of what that talk really to me is about. They want to play the game, and they're motivated to play the game. I, I just don't want the fear of, of failure to get in the way because that that limits a lot of people a lot of people in this the history of this world didn't live up to what they could be because why they were afraid to fail and let's get rid of that and just go ahead and do it so that's what that speech is really all about to take you out the doors this week is a pregame speech from coach kyle's first state championship enjoy first last november you all came into the office and we sat there one-on-one, and we talked. And we talked about a commitment we were going to make. And that commitment was to be the state champion. We made the commitment to be the state champion. And we're here to get Every play, every play, you remind yourself of one thing. This next play, we're coming up right now. It's going to be my greatest play. It's going to be the play. But I'm going to remember the rest of my life. They are in your way. In your way. You made a bigger commitment than they have. They don't know. They don't know what kind of commitment you make. They don't know the work you put in. Be state champ. Be state champ. Be state champ. We'll be back again on Monday with adjustments on offense, defense, and special teams. Coach Noah Mazzoni will join us on Tuesday to talk about some of the big games from the past weekend, focusing on the offensive side of the ball 
And then DJ Elliott will be with us on Wednesday to talk about defense. Specifically, we'll be focused on the Iowa and Penn State game and the Red River showdown between Texas and Oklahoma. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. Follow all we're doing this season on coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski. 